Welcome to my podcast, Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, an interior designer with a passion for managing construction projects, large and small. My mission is to empower women, both homeowners and interior designers, to manage renovation projects like a pro. My goal in sharing my knowledge and experience from working in the field for the past 29 years will allow you to avoid the mistakes I have seen and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. Hi, friends. So today I'm going to talk about one of the most important pieces to getting a smooth project, not only off the ground, but smoothly and successfully to the end. And that is the topic of confidence. We are going to take a deep dive into what that looks like, how you can build it, and what it can do for you on any renovation project, whether you're a homeowner or interior designer. So let's dive in. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Today, I want to cover a topic that I think is crucial to the success of managing any renovation project, and that applies whether you are a homeowner or an interior designer, and that is the subject of confidence. Now, why am I making such an important point about confidence? Shouldn't it be about skills and knowledge and plumbing experience and things of that nature? Well, sure, those are all very important pieces to any renovation project. And obviously, we've covered that and we'll continue to cover more areas as we go forward. But I want to dial into confidence because I do hear from you all, gee, Renee, I really wish I could be more confident or how do I project confidence when I'm not feeling it? And those are the two areas that I want to get into today because you don't necessarily have to have the confidence to project confidence. And we've all been there before, right? I mean, you're Let's say you're walking into a, a party where you know no one. You project the confidence that this will all work out, that you maybe you project the confidence that you already know people, but you sort of gather yourself, right? You square your shoulders, you put a big smile on your face, and you walk in with confidence. And that doesn't mean that you're feeling confident. And that applies to managing anything, and in particular, managing a project when you are the only female on the job. And like I said, this will likely be your role for a period of time, could be an extended period of time, depending on the size of your project. So why does projecting confidence matter? Well, it establishes that you are there for a reason. You are there to be a team member. You are not going to just be receiving information. You are going to be sharing information. And there's going to be a back and forth as an equal. And that is really critical to a project. You don't want to just be in the receiving end and waiting for information to come your way because let's be frank, more often than not, it's going to be too late by the time you hear about something. And I'm famous for saying to the guys I work with, I can't solve a problem I don't know exists, right? I, hell, I say that to my children. I can't help you if I don't know you need help. And so that's where confidence comes in. If you are there as an equal projecting that confidence, they're going to be including you in all things relevant to your job. Now, if you are 
behaving more like I'm just going to be here to receive information and be kind of quiet and off to the sides, they are not as likely to draw you into the conversation. It's not really their job to do that. And so I really want you all to think about that as you are walking onto a job site or if you are walking into a meeting for the first, second, third, hell, fourth, fifth, tenth time, I want you to start being more confident. Now, how do you derive confidence so that you don't have to kind of fake it till you make it? Well, obviously that comes with experience and experience takes time. And We've discussed this before, and I understand that not everybody has the luxury of time to gain the experience, in particular for interior designers, before they're put in a position of managing other people's projects. And for homeowners listening, this might be your first project or maybe your second. And so you might not feel that confidence quite yet that, say, someone like me who's been doing it for years, and and I get that. So it's an important role to do your research, to do your homework as best you can. Now, whether that is doing research online into the specific areas that you're going to be renovating, whether it's bathroom fixtures or if you're gutting your kitchen and you're going to do research on the appliances and suggested layouts of cabinetry, things like that, that's amazing. And you will feel more confident when those conversations come up. Or you can go all in and take my course, Only Girl on the Job Site, and learn step-by-step before you have to take on those projects. And I can promise you, you will be more confident at the end of that course. It is simply the roadmap to a successful project. So now, you know, I'm always honest with you and people say, gosh, Renee, you are so confident about what you do for a living. And and I am. I'm very honest about that. But that has not always been the case. And in fact, it hasn't been the case for very long. I remember years ago seeing in magazines when they would mention a, quote, seasoned designer, and then I would see they were maybe in their 40s. And I thought, oh, okay. So once I hit 40, that's when I'm, quote, seasoned. I mean, can you imagine? Such an absurd thought, but it was something that I did think about. And I may be the only one in my friend group who was actually excited to turn 40, because to me, that was some sort of arbitrary threshold to becoming a seasoned designer. Now, of course, I understand logically that's nuts and that I was seasoned long before that. But I'll be frank, I did not always feel confident in my skills. And some of that, and and designers hear me on this, some of that is because every job is different. And so you think, oh, I'm really confident in this area. And then you don't get another one of those jobs for a year or two. And so you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm starting all over again. I'm not really skilled in this. I haven't done this too much. So that's when you have to learn to project the confidence that you have skills in other areas that will, I promise, that will apply to whatever the new scope of work is. It just does. So let's say I'm finishing up three bathroom renovations, and I am feeling on the top of my game with bathrooms. And then look, I don't get a bathroom for a couple of years, but I get a kitchen or I get an addition. And trust me, there are electrical issues that come up. There's plumbing issues that come up. It all comes into play, even though it doesn't fit inside that little box of a bathroom. So these are the areas I want you to draw upon in every new scenario that you are given. 
And as these skills overlap more and more, your confidence will naturally build and you will quite honestly not have to project as much. And it's honestly an amazing feeling when you don't have to project the confidence. It just comes naturally. And that is my goal with all of you, anyone listening. So if you're a homeowner and you say, well, I've never done any of this, Renee, how on earth am I going to project confidence? Well, let me tell you what, you have a leg up on the entire team because you are the owner. They are actually trying to, I don't want to say necessarily impress, but they are trying to make you happy. You have hired them. You have entrusted your budget and your home to their care right? So they want you happy. So actually, it's not as hard to project confidence when you already know that you sort of are elevated to that status. So take that. It is a gift. Don't shy away from something like that. Don't say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm just one of the guys. You're not. And that's okay. Now, I don't want you to overplay that hand because it will fail. It will work against you. But I want you to know that you have a level of respect automatically on day one, but take care of that by doing the rest of what we're always talking about, setting up the meetings, staying in the game, asking questions, being involved. All of that will build your confidence day by day. It seems silly, but it really will. And don't get me wrong. Will you make mistakes and trip up? Of course you will. I I do as well. I mean, we are human. And like you are figuring out, these projects are a million little details whirling around all at once, coming at every angle. So will things get dropped? Yes. I would be shocked and probably be a little surprised if you said they didn't, right? That's just not humanly possible. There's too many factors that could easily go wrong. What you want to do is mitigate how many and how big they are. You don't want to go, whoops, hey guys, um, the vanity is supposed to get two sinks and you guys have plumbed for one. Now that, that is a huge oversight. And I know you won't do it because you will follow the steps that I'm constantly talking about. And something like that would have been picked up along the way, whether it was forgotten or not in the beginning is actually irrelevant. It would have been picked up before it became a major problem. So that also builds your confidence. You know, when I'm telling you, check in with those meetings, make sure you're asking questions. That is projecting confidence. You are confident that your team is up to speed and will keep you in the loop and knows what's coming next. So it really does build momentum as the job goes along. So what I really want you to hear from me today is to go into a job confident. And I hear women all the time, they'll tell me, you know, if I'm at a cocktail party or an event, and they'll say, well, Renee, the guy's kind of intimidating. So I just, I just let him kind of, you know, run the show. No. No, and you won't have to be in that role if you take the steps in the beginning to hire someone who will treat you as a team member. Right off the bat, you know that you are going to be an equal. Now, will his skill and knowledge set be higher than yours? Sure. And I would hope it would be unless you were doing the construction yourself. But that's not what this woman was talking about. She was saying he basically was bullying her into, okay, you just sit over there in the corner, lady, and we'll get this going without you. No, that is not a successful project. And homeowners, you're paying for that. You have the ability to say no. And I want to empower you to be able to do that with confidence. 
So interior designers, you have a dual job. You need to be confident with your team and you need to be confident with your client. So this goes back to what I've been saying in the last couple of episodes is be honest with your client and your team. So if you really haven't done whatever the scope of work is before, let's say it's a full kitchen renovation, and you've only done, you know, fixtures and countertops, let's say something, you know, more of a facelift than a renovation, be upfront, be honest about it. Tell them in advance, tell the homeowner, this is where my skills are. This is where I think it can apply. And this is where I'm going to be learning along with this contractor whom I've already spoken with and understands where my skills stop and start. That is where confidence comes from. There's nothing to apologize for if you haven't done a full kitchen renovation. Just isn't. You just haven't. There's plenty of things I haven't done in my career until I do them. It doesn't mean that I can't do them. It just means I haven't done them. So think back to when you were in school and a teacher hands you a huge assignment that you've never done before. Well, it doesn't mean you didn't do it. It just means you learned as you went, right? This is the same application with any job. If you're going to be promoted, you're obviously going to be doing a new skill set that builds on the skill sets you already have. That's the same thing. This is just a weird set of skill sets. But being honest allows the contractor to know and hopefully will play a very important role in that level of education that you will need. And I would kind of insist upon it, not in a brash and pushy way, because who wants to be treated like that? But in a way that says, hey, listen, I am here to learn from you as well. I will participate. I will contribute what I do know. And please stop me if I'm heading down the wrong path. And then don't be afraid to ask him why. Why why is this the wrong path? So even after decades of doing this, you will find you know, two plumbers, they like to do the exact same procedure in two different ways. Does it make one better than the other? No, sometimes it's just that's the way they learned and that's the way they like to do it. So I'm not saying there's always a one way or no way policy with any of the subs, but learn from them. So if, for instance, I'm on a project and a plumber wants to do something a different way, I immediately say, that's interesting. I've never done it this way. I've seen it done this way. Tell me why you do it the way you want to do it. And I don't say it in a demeaning or aggressive way. I'm not actually wanting him to stop and do it the other way. I'm trying to learn what makes it better for him to do it that way. And it's it's fascinating. A lot of it, honestly, boils down to them saying, oh, the guy I used to work for, this is the way he always did it. Okay. And move along. Now you are more educated in multiple ways of getting the same end product. And that builds confidence. So this is an important component for both homeowners and designers to really put effort in in the beginning. I promise you, this truly something I can promise you, that your job will run smoother. You will be treated with more respect. You will be included in more information sharing if you come in confident. So with confidence, there is a very fine line between being confident and being bitchy, right? Let's just call it what it is. I don't agree with that term, but that's what the men see. So if I come in too confident, too cocky, 
I can easily be labeled as the bitchy one on the job. And there is zero to gain from that. And I mean zero. So I have seen interior designers, and I've mentioned this in the past, tip over into cocky bitchiness when what they're trying to project is confidence. And what's happening is they actually aren't feeling confident. They're not pulling from other areas where they are confident and sort of applying it to the current situation. And so they're overcompensating and it's coming across as cockiness. Now, what I have seen with homeowners is that level of cockiness or bitchiness is coming from, hey, this is my house. I am paying for your services. You better not screw up. And neither of those will work to your benefit. And in fact, will likely make the job miserable for you. So that is something that you must, under all circumstances, guard against. And I get it. I have been in situations where I have not been treated well by the guys. And it is super tempting because I am knowledgeable to go into cockiness and kind of put them in their place because they're being an ass. And while I have tiptoed on that line, I haven't crossed it because I know that it is going to backfire on me. And projects last more than a day or two. And ultimately, at some point, you're going to need something from that guy. And if you establish a relationship that's based on this friction, it is going to be damn hard for you to ask for that favor and probably impossible to get it in return. So these are the things that you must consider and do what you can to control your kind of mixture of anxiety and some confidence to keep it from boiling over to cockiness, bitchiness. It really will serve you well in the end. Now, I'm not saying that the guys on the job won't treat you with disrespect because Even if you are careful and you're just showing up with confidence, that happens. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's not fun. I do still run across that, especially on jobs where I don't know the teams, but I work my hardest actively to disarm them and show them that I am there to not only make the job work smoothly, but to support them throughout the process. And over time, I have found that that works. It sort of mellows everyone out. There may be one or two that I never win over. And unfortunately, I let it go. I do my best. I try to be inclusive. I try to find something that we have in common. And if it still doesn't work, then we stay polite and we move forward. Now, for homeowners, when you get into that cockiness, bitchiness that I was talking about, this is my house, this is my money, that is going to work against you because you are a part of that team. And I can assure you, you will be cut off anything aside from critical information because they won't want to approach you. They won't want to include you. They certainly won't want to give you off-the-cuff advice over a situation that may have just come up, right? So there are going to be times where, I don't know, they cut into a wall and on the drawings that shows an outlet, let's say 24 inches off the corner, and there's a stud there. And so the option is to either move it to the next stud or move it to the left of the stud. Instead of them asking your opinion, they're going to say, I'm just going to do it. And maybe ultimately you would have preferred it the other way. But if you are not approachable, if they don't think you are going to be open for any level of discussion, you won't be included. 
And those are missed opportunities that you likely won't even know existed, but something that, that could totally have been avoided. So that is why confidence is a tricky balance. And I get it, especially the less you know about managing renovations and why I created checklists and guides and this podcast and both my courses to build your knowledge and skill sets so that you are naturally more confident and won't have to project as much as you would have to without all of this information. So what do you do if you're mid-project and you're listening to me now, or if you're an interior designer and you've got one or two projects going right now and you haven't been showing up projecting confidence? Start now. I'm serious. Start the next morning showing up confident. And maybe the guys will look at you like, where is she coming from? What happened to her last night? You know, maybe make a joke about it and say, you know what? I was reviewing the project in my head last night and I'm ready to dig into the next stage. Where are we? What are we going to do next? And I can promise you, they will enjoy that. Yeah, there's going to be one or two grumpies if you come across them. You just ignore them and plow forward. I come across lots of grumpy men and I just sort of laugh it off, tease them if they're open for that and move forward. But that's where you can just start anew. And it is something that you truly can start anew and see success almost immediately. Now, if you do all of that and the guys kind of look at you, it might take a day or two, but stay confident. Don't revert back to just a passive receiving position because you will regret that. You will miss out on opportunities on your project. And quite frankly, it's not as much fun. And that's what this should be about. I really enjoy what I do. It is not easy. It's dirty. It's smelly sometimes. It runs me ragged sometimes. But ultimately, I really love what I do. And that's what I want to give to all of you. I want you to love what you do, whether you are an interior designer doing project after project, or you want to add this skill to your current clients, or whether you're a homeowner taking on your first project or your second or your third. I want you to be happy enough with the result, with the process that you want to do more, because that is what this is about. And in the end, if you're going to be spending time and money, don't you want to enjoy it? I mean, I would, right? If I'm going to be making an enormous investment in my home, I want to enjoy the process. I don't want to just enjoy the finished product. That doesn't appeal to me. And if you're listening to this podcast, if you sought this information out, then I know you want to get involved as well. And this is the way to do it. Starting confident or projecting the confidence called together from whatever experience you do have and moving forward it will be a much more enjoyable project and you will want to do more in the end. So as always, you know how to get a hold of me. Shoot me an email. Tell me if you're struggling with confidence. I am happy to give you specific pointers given your set of circumstances. I'm always available on email or you can shoot me a DM on social media. I'm at Devigne Design, both on Instagram and Facebook. And then most importantly, if you haven't already signed up for my emails, that's what you need to do first. I send out weekly emails about the podcast, but I also send out tips and tricks as often as I can that are always lessons to be learned, and I highly recommend you take advantage of it. 
So let's leave this episode feeling more confident. Say to yourself, Renee says I can do it. Then I know I can. And go from this point forward. Start fresh if your jobs are underway or start on the right foot if you haven't yet begun. But definitely start showing up confident. And thank you for your time today. And I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today and feel free to join me on social media at Davine Design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word, leave a review and tell your friends who are starting or are mid project. And thank you again for listening today.